right, welcome back. Welcome back. Oh, let's talk about it. All right, as you see, I have a guest that's been on before. So if you've been here before, thank you for coming back. If you're new here, take the time to hit that subscribe button. I have my, I have family here again today. Actually, I'm at her location. Um, I have Carlette. And we're not going to waste a lot of time with the introductions and stuff. She's been here. Uh, you can go back and watch the three previous videos that she's been a part of. The first one was on uh, spiritual, mental health and spiritual enlightenment. Uh, the second was, actually her mother was with us. And she said in on that one, it was a mother's journey from religion. And then she came back again. And um, I believe we talked about the effects of religion on the on the mindset. Mm -hmm. So we back again because as we grow and as we go along, we evolve sometimes so quickly that it's so much to, to catch up on, so much to talk about. Um, so we're going to get right to it. Uh, what's been going on since the last time we, we did this? Well, since the last time, you know, spirituality is with religion. You know, they say study to show thyself approved. Mm -hmm. Well, spirituality is the same thing, but the, what we're studying is the power that we have. And for so long, you know, I was talking about this last night with my mom, that in, in Christianity, we're taught to solely focus on Jesus. No matter what, don't lose sight of God. Don't mm -hmm. lose sight of Jesus. Right. And it makes you forget about who you are, right. who you come from, mm -hmm. what powers you have. Right. To the point that you're so focused on Jesus that you don't even see that the things that you have, you worked for. No matter what it is. I was trying to explain it to someone not long ago. She was uh, talking about working and this and that and, and giving thanks. And I said, but I'm going to take credit also. She said, but who woke you up to go to work? I said, but I worked. Regardless, if you believe that part, I'll let you have that. Mm -hmm. I went to work and did the work, so I can't just give that credit away and take myself totally out of it. Mm -hmm. But go ahead, keep continuing. Mm -hmm. And then I was just thinking about the transition from being a Christian to be where I am now, and I know I'm going to evolve at an even higher level. level. Mm -hmm. And the reason I thought about that is how we just talked a few minutes ago, how my mother, I wish I could pull up some of the messages quickly, but she, she sends, sends me inspirational messages every day. And she was just saying, being that our ancestors chose you to be bold enough to come out and to do, put the work in to see where we really come from and help this family evolve as a whole. From my mother to my children, yeah, beautiful. That's to my beautiful grandchildren, thing. you know. I grew up n n believing that I had to be baptized and saved and, and worship Jesus, and that, yeah. where my grandchildren will not be taught that. They are going to automatically know the power that they have. Right now, they know the power that they have. Perfect example. The beautiful thing is religion would actually be strange to them. Instead of when exactly. we were in, in religion and this was strange to us at first, they're going to be looking like, why are those people in that box like that? Why are they exactly. living in themselves? Go ahead. Exactly. Yeah. Perfect example. Grandbaby, three years old, she was having a little meltdown. We were in a restaurant. Mm -hmm. And um, I took her outside and I let her know, look, don't let. Because she was fighting with her cousin. Okay. So another three-year-old. So I was like, you can't let anybody get you upset like that. Take mm -hmm. some three years old. I'm teaching mm -hmm. her this. Take some deep breaths mm -hmm. and walk away. Okay. Now get yourself together. We're going to go back inside. I put on the other end of the head table. She played with her little toys. That's already teach her at three years old. You control your feelings. Wow. 
You get what I'm saying? It's a lesson in And that's from a therapeutic a, standpoint yeah. with what I do for a living as okay. well. It's you a know, lesson in that. Yes. Teach your children at three years old. They have control of themselves. Because a lot of times our usual response would be to take them outside and whoop their butt. Exactly. Instead of teaching them something. Because you whip my butt, I'm going to cry, and I'm a, now I'm going to be quiet because I'm scared. Exactly. Go ahead. Go ahead. Exactly. Go ahead. Um, so, you know, I thought about how, my, what my mom said and how I've trans transitioned and evolved my, my children, my grandchildren, some of my relatives, my best friends, even my grandmother That's is beautiful. evolving at 85 years old. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So I was thinking about the fear that I went through initially because I was taught to be a good Christian, literally since as far back as I can remember. Um, so I thought about how, how scary it was like damn, if I die today, I could possibly go to hell because now um, I I don't call on God. And you know, I forgot how it goes because for real, I want to unlearn everything that I learned. So at one point in time, I could spit scriptures I out like I don't that. know what. I tell people that. When my kids would go to bed, I would tell them, give me a word. Mm -hmm. Make them give me a scripture. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it was like at one point, I could quote the Bible. Now, I don't want to. So if I ever sound... Um, un unknowledged or not aware of, of yeah. the scriptures is because I don't want to. Because at one point in time, I could quote scriptures that pertain to my life, your life, the world. I don't want to be able to remember those scriptures anymore. But anyway, whatever the scripture said, you know, if you deny God, he'll deny you or mm -hmm. however that scripture goes. I went through that fear. You know what I'm saying? Because Absolutely. all I knew was prayer mm -hmm. and Christianity and, and working in a kingdom. Well, there's a whole lot of kingdoms. If you think about all these Ooh. kingdoms, they, they call the church the kingdom. But I had to think about the fear of that. Then I went through the anger stage. And the anger was, y'all lied to me. And when I say y'all, I'm talking about people I trusted, whether mm -hmm. it was pastors, mm -hmm. family, family friends, whoever. Y'all yep. lied to me and y'all mm -hmm. made me deny myself peace of mind. And when I think about denying myself peace of mind, you know, with the marriage, when you mm -hmm. get married before God and how, you know, all these rules that you got to stay in your marriage or else God will not honor the divorce. Right, right, Whatever right. the scriptures are. Because like I said, I don't want to remember them. I knew them back then when I was oppressed. And mm. it, it's oppression because we as people, men and women, because for so long we would think about how the Bible speaks so much about slavery and it basically puts women down. Well, no, it puts us as a people down. You know, so that's what I'm saying by evolving. I look at it as if the Bible not only did it oppress our ancestors who were stolen from their land made to be slaves and had to accept this religion whether they want it or not just so they could live but then i think about the fact that it continues on through generations and we're learned to be abused i was going to ask you that i was going to say being in that field is that a form of abuse yes Religion is a form of abuse because it teaches you to accept things that if you thought with your own conscious mind, you're not going to accept them. Another question, if you're familiar with it. I forgot the name of the book that they used, the DSM something something. Yes, I can't remember. The okay. I, I was listening. I was connected to a guy a few years back and he made a point. He said in that book, in one version of it, it said that believing in beings and things that you cannot see is a mental illness. Yes. It is a mental illness. It's been diagnosed that if you're believing in things, whether it's Spider-Man, Boogeyman, or Jesus, because you can't see Check it. this out. When it's I have considered a mental illness. Clients who have paranoia, paranoid schizophrenia, mm -hmm. or they're psychotic. What do they do? They talk to people that we don't see them. But the, you can't tell them that there. they don't. Exactly. 
So I feel as though talking to Jesus, you're psychotic. I was once psychotic as well because I am constantly praying for something and the things that I did get, I didn't even pray for, which was a nice house, a nice vehicle, a good job. I didn't pray for those things. All I wanted was peace and to be happy. And which should have been the easiest thing. Exactly. Because everything else I worked, you worked for. for right. So then I had to realize I control my peace. But back to, because that's why I put these little notes yeah, here yeah, so I could stay time, focused. That Christianity and any type of religion, because every religion comes with rules. And the, the number one rule is to be oppressed mm -hmm. and to accept being abused. Yeah. And I think, you know, with Christianity, because I can't speak on Muslims and uh, Buddhists and whatnot. I don't know anything about their religion. I don't desire to study it because I don't want to be part of any religion. But I know that I was a Christian from as far back as I can remember until I was 35 and I'm 43 years old now. And I know that Christianity taught me that it's okay to be abused because God is going to fight your battles. Oh, turn the other other cheek syndrome. Yes. Vengeance is my. Yes. So you're taught to never defend yourself. Exactly. Never? Never. If that was the case, I could have died in that marriage I was in because of the way the man did, the man was beating. The exactly. Yeah. The way that man was whooping my ass because he truly has a diagnosis. Mm. I would have died in it and allowed my children. See the generational cycle of oppression. Imagine the damage that would, regardless of what has transpired with them at this point to now, imagine if you had never gotten out of that. Exactly. My children said that the way that they've seen my life change, the way they've seen me grow in every area of my life, professionally, as a friend, as a family member, as a mother, as a grandmother, every aspect of my life, the way that they've watched me grow has helped them push forward, especially my daughter. Mm, because, see, I watched my mom go through three marriages and she went through a lot. So my mom taught me how to be a wife in addition to her being a Christian mm -hmm. in the holiness church. Right, right, right. I took a lot because that's what I was shown. That's you what saw. I was taught. That was the model. I stayed with one man from the age of 19 until now. That's the last man that I've been with and the only man I've been with since, what, 1998. You get what I'm saying? Okay. But I wasn't even happy. But I felt like... God is going to fight this battle for me. I did everything from anointing him to to praying over him. You name it, I did it. Even trying to bring him to church. He would, I he would even come to church. So. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, it teaches us to be oppressed. It teaches us to accept abuse. But spirituality teaches you to love yourself. To show people how to love you. And if you can't love me the way I love me, I don't need you in my life. No matter who it is. And see, I'm actually... Just kind of getting to that point, you know, I, I stripped away the religion part, but there's been a void to a degree because something goes there, not mm -hmm. religion, but something goes there because the journey continues. So I'm getting, to, I'm at that point where if you can't love me like I love me, what, what, why am I gonna waste my yes. time? Why, why am I gonna force you to try to do that? Yes, no, it should be and natural. that even goes for my children. Granted, my children love me, and as I'm growing, they're growing, and they show me a lot of love and respect. But if, but they're showing me that because I showed them what I require and what I'm not going to accept when I left their father. Mm -hmm. And I explained to them, this is why I left your father. Mm -hmm. It ain't even about the me, me being lesbian. This was right, about, because right. a lot of people think, well, you just want to be a woman. No, because I suppressed those feelings. For a very long That's time. That's a powerful thing to do. Because one, I wanted to please God. And two, I wanted to set that family foundation for my children. So, 
With that being said, yeah, if that um, man wouldn't have treated me the way he did, I may have never lived my truth. You get what I'm saying? Because I was willing to go through that for my children. And there's a lot of people that's going to be watching this that y'all are in. It might not be her situation where you want to be lesbian or where you are lesbian. It could be anything. And you deny yourself of your truth. Yes. To try to fulfill something you were programmed to. I tell anybody, you were born free. You get told that you're a Christian or a Muslim. Exactly. But you're born free. You know what? Perfect example. My my grandbaby, Carlia's baby, mm-hmm. she speaks so well. And even can use some foreign uh, foreign wow. language. Uh-huh. But let's check this out. Because from the time she was born, Carlia put her in front of this smart thing, app or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it taught her so, so many different hearing. things. So that's I said she could literally speak Spanish fluently if that's what we taught her. Because when a child is born... They're empty. They're empty. And then we... Damage them. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So, you know. And then we blame them for the damage. Exactly. We, we never want to accept it. Maybe I might have messed up some. I had to do that with my own children. Even though I've been out of that situation for over five years now, mm-hmm. I still have to apologize to my children to this day. I apologize that I stayed in marriage for so long and allowed y'all to see the abuse and allowed y'all to endure the abuse as well. I apologize for telling y'all if you didn't come to church, I was going to whoop your ass. I apologize for making you do things in the church. I never get thirsty or embarrass me so bad, but now I think this shit is funny when I would tell him, this is scripture you want to say and you say it with feeling. And he got up there and said, Jesus wept. <laughs> I said, no, he didn't embarrass me like that. <laughs> After we done worked on that scripture, though. You feel me? Yeah. I had to apologize to my kids for that. Because that's abuse. Because what I should have just been teaching them is to be a good human being. Treat people right. Teach, learn, I'm sorry, not teach, but learn things that will help you grow and help you Become an influence to wherever you are. Whatever room I walk in, I want I want to brighten someone's day. Good energy. Just yeah. with my energy. Yeah, good not energy. even with my words. Right. You get what I'm saying? So I still apologize to my children for that. I, I hate that sometimes when people feel that good energy, they automatically assume I'm Christian. I'm like, why can't I? So I can't just be a good person. I have to be, oh, what church you go to? I'm like, so we've been here all that time, all this time. You, We've enjoyed each other's, you know. Regards mm-hmm. to what the setting is. Why is that what you assume? Exactly. Why can't I just be a good, wholesome person? Exactly. And now where I am as a spiritual being, when people tell me they're a Christian, you know, they're getting ready to tell you something. And I know you done heard this. Well, you know, um, I believe in the Lord or I'm a Christian. You are, that's a red flag for me. I don't want to hear what you're getting ready to say because if it can't just be coming from you. And you got to give me the God thing in the beginning. I don't, we don't even need to go no further because now I don't trust you. Right. Right, because you're not speaking for yourself. Exactly. I can admit that any any decision I've made in the past, five, for real, I'm going to say consciously in the past five years, but unconsciously as a Christian, I was making my own decisions. You feel me? Because mm-hmm. I made the decision to believe in something that's not real. So with that being said, in the past five years, every decision I've made, I've consciously made knowing this is my decision. I ain't pray about it. I ain't fast about it, but you know what? They've all been good decisions. Some that might not have turned out the way I wish they would have, but I could own that because I know I consciously made that decision. Exactly. So I know where to adjust. I don't have to go back and say, well, Lord, you need to give me the answer. I I thought I did it right. Like, no, okay, this is what I did wrong, or this is why I didn't go right. I can adjust 
and have a better outcome. Exactly. I can sleep well at night with that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Knowing good. that I did this is not, oh, what I do wrong that God failed me. Me and Tanya was talking about that. You know, a lot of the things that we would pray for and they wouldn't come. We were like, well, what have I done wrong? See, I teaches you that you, you've done something wrong. Self-degradation. You degrade yourself. If God don't bless me with what he blessed her with, I did something, I wrong. Did something wrong. That's abuse. It's... That's abuse. Anytime I can tell all my kids, I treat you according to how you behave. What does that mean? I mm. tell them, I'm a goddess in my own right because I have the power over, we have power over our children. Like yes. you just said, mm -hmm. we can develop their minds from birth. Right. And, and it, a lot of times it determines who they become. I can honestly say what my son did was wrong, but I know there was a lot of trauma in my son's life, mm -hmm. a lot of anger there because of the adults, which were his parents, mm. failed him. So, I can admit that. So to a degree, you... You have to take responsibility too. Exactly. So that isn't understand. always the case. Right, 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 but right, when right. you really stand out and you say, well, what happened in his life that I could have helped change that? I could have left that nigga a long time ago and been a mom who I am now, who my son tell me when we when we on, on his jail calls, yo, mom, I love you so much the way you are. Mm. I, I I mean, and you know what I told my son? I said, gonna say this maybe christianity gave me a little foundation so i wouldn't be no wild ass 20 something year old because really it's a lot of stuff okay. i could have done in my 20s that i did not do because of christianity i want to make sure i went to heaven to be a good christian so i can say all through my 20s and half of my 30s i didn't smoke i didn't drink i didn't listen to secular music everything was jesus and you know bro i was in church oh, yeah. Yeah, wednesday friday yeah. sunday saturday yeah. Traveling, yeah. in the word, teaching Bible study. I, I did it all. Yeah. So I can I can say that maybe at that time in my life, my ancestors knew that if this girl don't have something to keep her calm, yeah. I'm gonna be buck wild because yeah. I was on my way for real. And it always gets you at your weakest point. When I got saved, it was because one I had just dodged a bullet with going to prison for trafficking mm. drugs and guns mm. between DC and North Carolina and my sister was in a car with me and we thought we was going to get our kids taken away from us. Mm. So you see where Christianity gets you at at, at a week a weaker point yeah, in your yeah, life. Yeah. So it's like, all right, you know, God, if you get me out of this, yeah. I promise I ain't going to do it no more. And I didn't. But he didn't get me out of that. The decision on my own saying, bitch, you ain't trying to go to prison <laughs> and your child right. is in foster care possibly. You get <laughs> what I'm saying? Right. But, so I can honestly say, that was a stopping point where I really looked at my life like, I can't live like this no more. So what was next for me? Being that I was around Christians and my mother was was a, a, a missionary and everything mm -hmm. in the church. See yeah. what I'm saying? The yeah. parent. So if my mother would have came to me and said, Carlette, you need to make a better decision for mm -hmm. your life and didn't put God in it, I would have done, done that. But my mom told me, you need to get saved. You need to give your life to God. You need to get that married. The That's the default. Exactly. When, when everything goes wrong, because that's all we've seen, the default is go to Christianity. Exactly. You know, exactly. Not go within and find out what I need to do better. Go outside of yourself to... Exactly. So that's how I became a Christian. And I <laughs> can honestly fear. say... Out of fear. So I can honestly say, through all of my 20s, because I got married at 19 years old. Mm. So through all of my 20s, and uh, so basically I was 36 years old... I was tried my best to be a pillar of the Christian community. <laughs> Sorry, so I'm gonna say yeah, it stopped me from doing a lot of stuff because I really I didn't go to clubs. I didn't do nothing. The whole time I was sanctified. 
But I can say that the turn in my life happened at the perfect time because my children were getting ready to face the most challenging years of their lives as adults. So instead of me throwing, you're going to go to hell and God ain't pleased and all that other bullshit, I can tell them, look, so what you going to do about this? What you going to do about it, right. And this is how I'm going to help you. And God ain't got nothing to do with this. All of my kids... And again, they they all going to see this podcast, so I'm not going to say anything that's not true. Okay. Because some Look, people, because that. some I, people can't believe it when I say this, bro. Okay. Every last one of my kids, I bought them their first car. I got four kids. The only kid I didn't buy a car for was CJ because he never had no license. All my kids, I got them their first car. Okay. I got them their first place, and I furnished it. And put food in it, okay. and paid all the first month for four children as a single mother. My daughter, I didn't have to get her own place because she was military. But when she finally came out of the military, whatever, my kids, they say that I'm their God at the end of the day because, Mom, you always come through. Literally. Mom, you always come through. And whatever we prayed for, they said, we kept praying for you to get out of the house with Dad. CJ just said to me a couple weeks ago, he's like, Mom, I remember that time you packed all your stuff. And I was like, man, she finally leaving. And I didn't leave. Mm. You know why I didn't leave? Because I didn't want God not to be pleased with me. That's why I didn't leave that man. And the crazy part is sometimes we think we're staying for the kids. Whole time the kids like, look, let's go. Yes. We still love you. We love you. But let's, we we don't need to see this every day. Exactly. But so many, so many people are abused and become abusers to their children in the name of Christianity. I believe I've done it. And it, it caused some. Even some situations that haven't been resolved to this day, pretty much just because communication hasn't been fully the way it should be. Mm-hmm. And I even take responsibility for some of that, but I know a lot of the damage came from when I was a Christian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And them not understanding fully where I am now, sometimes it may look crazy from a distance. Because, mm-hmm. you know, they, we, we crazy. Right, we yeah. the crazy, we the crazy ones. <laughs> we, we free, that's fine. Crazy. That's fine. I'd be crazy. We do. We want to do you so. We crazy. But being able to have that communication is 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 very important. Um, mm-hmm. Something else I was about to ask you. Uh, okay. In relationships, were you at that point when you and Trees first met? I was in the beginning stages of evolving. Okay, because what I find is that's really the biggest red flag for me. Or the biggest hindrance, me knowing at some point I'll have to let them know, look, I ain't with that. But she was a Christian. She was still praying. So how did that, that work? Because it's hard to, I, w- I was thinking as I was coming up here, for, for a lot of people, especially women, black women, the default is Christianity. Just like these phones and stuff. We don't, sometimes you get the, up, the update um, notification and you might hit, you know, later. Sometimes y'all don't even know there's an update to your software. Mm. You know, you don't even know. And sometimes it's so hard for us to even decide if we want to take the time to teach you that there is an update to it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's easy to just move on and to try to get you to understand there's more to what you're doing than what you're doing. And that the default setting you have is kind of outdated. Your mm-hmm. iOS needs to update. So how did that work with you? How did that work? I'm gonna tell you I how it worked. In, it work I'm gonna tell you so how, how it worked work? in both relationships. But what you were saying as far as update your software, sometimes mm-hmm. you need to update. I, I'm gonna send it to you when when we're done. 
But I had looked at some on TikTok because I follow a lot of spiritual stuff on TikTok. Okay. That's what I like about TikTok. You can determine what you want to yeah, see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was yeah. saying how these millennials are being born with their third eye open. And that's why the amount of Christ, the, whatever with Christianity is decreasing yeah, yeah. at a tremendous rate. Yeah. Because it said something about any child that was born... Um, <laughs> Uh, after 2002 or something, mm-hmm. that they are already awakened to something that we as 70s babies and 80s babies and even 90s babies weren't. Right. But back to the Christianity thing or the different in beliefs um, with relationship-wise. Now, with that 20-year marriage, I wanted him to be saved. That I just felt like if he gets saved, everything is going to be all right. right. right, right. And at the end of the day, I started realizing a lot of these saved men won't shit either. So... Him getting saved was only going to be him going up and getting saved. He still won't going to be shit. But anyway. That's a fact. But yeah. that's what I you know, I believed with him. Mm-hmm. Now, with, with Catrice, she was still a Christian, whereas I was transitioning out of Christianity into spirituality. Okay. I just had this conversation with my mom last night because my mom is single right now. And okay. she really wants to meet someone. She's only okay. 61 years old. Yes. But her thing is at 61 years old, I ain't got time. To, she met she met this one guy. They talked for a little while. But he was, one minute, he don't really believe in God. But then the next minute, he show up with a big cross around his neck and talk Look, about Jesus. We don't like the fence straddlers either. <laughs> exactly. Either you in or out. Like, and that's what my mom was like. I ain't got time to be playing hopscotch. Keep going. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, my mom and I were talking about how at 61 years old, she don't have time to meet somebody and try to, Trying to teach them, teach them, unprogram, deprogram all this stuff, especially at this age. You get what I'm saying? Because for real, for Shit, at 42, I don't want to do it, so I can imagine how, yes, like, nah. and that's what I was going to say. At our age, we are who we are, especially once you hit 40. Most of the time, you your personality, your habits, your behaviors are what they're going to be. You get what I'm and saying? You begin to understand them more, yes, if you do the work. So I know at 42, and my mom is 61, mm. y'all ain't trying to meet somebody and have to, you know, basically teach water yourself down a little bit while you're teaching them because you want to hold on to the person. It's the watering down part that I hate. But keep going. Keep going. So, with, but with Catrice, the, the, what, she's younger than me. So when I okay. met her, she was 28 years old. And I was 35. I didn't realize there was... Okay. I so... Being that she was still in that moldable stage, you mm, get what I'm saying? That makes a difference. She ain't even forty yet. That she she difference. she's only thirty seven, and I'm and I'm forty three. Okay. So okay. she's still in that stage where she's open minded and she wants to grow, and you know, and she sees the change in my life. See, when she met me, we were just friends, mm. and she saw that I was in a terrible situation. That's what it was between the Christianity and being married and fighting who I was as a gay woman. Right, I was right, going right. through all of that. But then she sees as I transitioned into spirituality, this peace came over me where I don't give a fuck no more. And a lot of people get offended by that. No, really. I no, tell people it, when I say I don't give a fuck, that anger, <laughs> that's my peace. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. That keep me at peace. I even tell my kids, I be like, Fuck it. I yeah, know. I gave you my it. advice. I'm done with it. And I'm really not angry. I just, This is just the way I talk. This is where I come from. Right, right, and right. I even had to teach Catrice that because she's from the country country. Somewhere out. I forgot the name of a little <laughs> town she's from out in Tidewater somewhere. Oh, Nancock or something. But, you know, she's from a little small town. So, to me, I was like, damn, you loud. Then she met my family. She's all oh, y'all motherfuckers loud. <laughs> 
This is who I am. So I tell people, when I say I don't give a fuck, it's not in an aggressive way. That's just how I keep my peace. And I can say it nice sometimes. I don't give a fuck. And I mean that. That mean, I used to tell a young lady this. Um, and I had to end up catching myself. But when her and I first started dealing, I would tell her something. And then she would kind of feel like I was nonchalant. I was like, I'm not attached to the outcome. Once I tell you yes. that what advice you ask me, my, yes. my opinion or whatever, and I give that to you, if you choose not to do nothing with that, I can't go back and then be upset with you. I'm not attached to that. Exactly. I gave you what I have and fuck it. Yes. Now, I didn't look at it that way, yeah. but that is how I feel. Really, yeah. it's like I gave you my advice. You want to do it your way, yeah. do it your way. I'm not attached Just to what you to do me. Right, right. Because, see, with my kids, I used to always tell them, look, I'm trying to have you. And I said, I want you to do it my way because I know how it's going to come out. Mm -hmm. The outcome of it is going to be, mm -hmm. look at my life. I live a very comfortable life. You have evidence of it. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got evidence got that my decisions earned me a very comfortable life. Even with CJ selling drugs, I said, I live the life that some drug dealers want to live. And I work an honest living. Mm -hmm. So you out here selling drugs and you ain't got shit, not even a car. You ain't even got a decent place. All you got is drugs. All you got is drugs. And then you flashing all this money and shit. But you ain't got nothing. You know what I'm saying? Whereas I tell him, but if you look at my life, get, go get an education, even if it ain't a degree. Because I don't be pushing that either. Because I know a whole lot of people that don't have a degree that make more money than I even make. Even if it's a CDL, y'all. And I, you know, I'm not trying to diminish nothing. I have a CDL. I'm a truck driver. Even if it's just some type of certification. Yes. Get something that can always be able to bring you some income. Yes. Simple as that. Yes. I'll always, as long as I keep a clean driving record and stuff, I'll always have a job if I want one. So I'm good. And you know what? And now I'm getting ready to connect that with me being spiritual now. Mm -hmm. And when I was a Christian, oh, I would tell my son how you going to go to hell. Mm -hmm. And, you know, God is not pleased with you. And, you know, I probably hit him over the head with one of the Bibles that I threw away. Um, look, this book right here I had brought up because my mom gave me this as a birthday gift. Mm -hmm. It just positive information to help okay. me heal and she always write little notes and, and the stuff she gives me right that's beautiful so look beautiful. i went when i was deep cleaning last year i found like three bibles Did and i i do? threw all of them away <laughs> and i didn't feel guilty i remember a time i'd be like don't sit nothing on the bible right right right, don't, right you know right. what i'm saying the bible gotta be up to a certain thing i threw these shits away and i felt so relieved so I was looking at just the transition with the gifts my mom gives me now. That's buying beautiful. me sage and my singing bowl and, teeth, you know, just educating me on how to utilize these things so I can continue to be a powerful woman. I know we didn't got thrown off again because we no, be no, having no, no, some no, good no. talks. Um, but, yeah, so back to what we were talking about as far as difference in beliefs stuff. with yeah, relationships. Yeah, 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 yeah. Being that she was 28 years old and she started as my friend and she was able to see me evolve and she saw how my life changed in such a phenomenal way. It was like, oh, I want you to teach me how to do that. Mm. Now, what I teach, tell people, though, I can't teach you. This, this comes through studying, meditating, manifesting, and not being afraid. And the reason I say not being afraid, mm, okay. I had a near-death experience last week. What? Literally. Bro. I was so scared. I was telling, I was like, Catrice, we was out of town. I was like, I think the ambulance going to have to come get me. Like, yeah. I was scared. Like, I was, my, my head was spinning, and I felt like I was in this tunnel. And you know how I knew I had truly evolved and arrived as a strong spiritual woman. I went outside. 
and I, the trees were, were blowing and I could hear nature and I literally heard my spirit guys say breathe into the universe some people would think this is crazy but y'all do it in church don't y'all when they say purge into the trash cans and shit on the altar and call on Jesus yes and screaming and hollering but I sat there on that bench and I heard my spirit guys say breathe into the universe which actually is a thing you're connecting you're, yes. breathing. you're literally doing that yes exactly yes. so I was breathing into the universe and I literally heard them say, you're fine. You have to purge. You have to purge because all of these things that you are, you have overcome, you haven't truly gotten rid of them because I was still holding on to those feelings. And that's why I was still angry about Christianity. That's why I was saying how I've evolved since we last saw each other. I looked at our previous podcast and I was like, you were still angry. You kept telling people you weren't angry no more. But listen to what you're saying. You were, you're still angry. Mm. So I went back upstairs and I was on the elevator. I was like, oh, spirit God, so I'm calling Jesus. But even when I thought I was literally about to die mm. and ready to call the ambulance, I never thought. Never even thought about that. Because you know they say that Jesus would be the last name you call. You know it wasn't. And I really thought I was out of here. I was like, oh my gosh, if I die, at least let me go up here and get in the bed with Catrice and die next time. Yo, bro, I'm serious. That's, that's truly how I felt. But it wasn't that I want to call on Jesus or I'm fearful that I'm about to, you know what I'm saying? Go to hell because. Because that's the thing. Why does it have to be out of fear? Okay, you got saved out of fear. Now I'm about to die. Why does it have to be fear that saves me? Everything is fear-based. That makes no sense. Everything is fear-based. Then I started thinking about um, what's the purpose of prayer? If they say God already knew who we were, when he created us in his own image. Well, I got to ask you for anything. Why I got to ask? You already know what you're going to do in my life. You know what what I'm going to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and then it's like, so when y'all pray for things, y'all don't trust y'all God that what his word said? Because I understand the purpose of prayer if God already know what you need and it's already there. You just got to wait on him. So what you praying for? Cricket, they probably thinking about that right now too. All of, That's all why of, I give him a little pause. It's kind of redundant. What are you praying for? If he, So you saying that he might be wrong. So you, God, think about this. Because even though you already know what you're going to do. And thy will will be done no matter what. I'm just going to pray about it and see if I can help you change your mind. Perfect example. Makes no sense. I've lost some very, very, very close relatives. I want to talk about that. Keep going though. You might go on down the path. And I know my family prayed because most of my family are Christians. But at the end of the day, that prayer ain't changing nothing because it was God's will, right? So what y'all pray for? If God was going to do it anyway, whether he was going to heal the person, take the person away, his will is going to be done, right? So what we praying for? Right. It doesn't make sense. But I can say now, when I, I don't even go to funerals anymore. I stopped going to funerals. Um, my cousin Ray died. Mm. Oh gosh, Ray died. That's I think in 2016. Yeah. Wow. When my cousin Ray died, that was the last funeral I went to. I couldn't take it no more. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I'm gonna tell you what I couldn't take that because that's when I was going through my transitioning. Mm. God, if you so real, why would you take such a? I could, I could, I could handpick some motherfuckers that you could take that ain't putting nothing good out in this universe, and that's just being honest. Okay. If you want to take somebody, why are you taking good fathers, good husbands, good? It was Montel's funeral, 
And I'm going to tell you one reason. Of course, I, I was at my brother's funeral. Mm-hmm. But, okay, that was the church we used to be a part of. I felt so alone in there. Mm-hmm. I cried like other people. I had no one. All, y'all, all the people that knew me, I had no one. Other people had people. I was really in a building full of people and I felt alone. Mm. Because I knew some people. Whether that was y'all's intentions or not, I was alone. And I realized this is not an energy I want to be a part yes. of anymore. Yes. Whether it's that place or any other, I don't want to ever be in there and feel alone because I'm not a part of the process of what y'all yes. do. Yes. I just can't do it. And that is why I don't go to funerals. Yeah, I can't do it. Because all of that hoopla and trying to uh, 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 preach that person and the people there into heaven. And I don't have time for that. Because to me, I truly believe, and I just lost one of my closest cousins the day before mm. my birthday, yeah, yo. Yeah. And when I say this is the first year I ever laid in my bed all day. I believe it. I believe it. I was sick, yo. I believe I it. just knew that he, he going he gonna to make it because our family needs him so much. And he was the epitome of a father. He was a man. Uh, he was a man. He was the that definition, man. He was a man. And his name ring bells yeah. many, many places. But I was just sick. Fact, shout his name out. Patrick Moore. Patrick Moore, yeah. Patrick Moore. And I know that name ring bells yeah. everywhere. Yeah. And when I say we were tight, like literally I went through my messages up until a week before his death. Just just how, how positive he was. Even knowing I'm getting ready to leave y'all. Mm. Went to his... Um, Bowery, New Orleans, Virginia Beach back mm-hmm. September 19th, if I'm not mistaken, but okay. it was that weekend. And when I saw my cousin, yo, I, I told my I told my other cousins, I was, I'm going to tell y'all now, I'm going to be a bag of tears the whole time. Because mm-hmm. I didn't want to accept the reality of it. But, mm-hmm. lo and behold, he left the day before my birthday. I laid in that bed all day sick. However, being that I know who I am as a woman, and I know who I come from, well beyond slavery and oppression. Mm-hmm. I know who I come from. I said, I said, you know what? I'm going to meditate, manifest, channel in with my ancestors, and I'm going to feel awesome tomorrow. Mm-hmm. That's the difference between manifesting and knowing your power and prayer. Because there were times that I was hit with some deaths in my family or even some really hard situations, and that shit had me down for weeks. And I was praying though. I was going to church. I was praying. I was fasting. I was doing everything that I felt was going to help heal me. And that shit went on for weeks. Mm. That marriage went on for 20 years. But I knew that if I put in the work, I'm going to feel better tomorrow. And I felt 100% better. And you never had to have to have the thought of whether they were going to heaven or hell. Exactly. Because I believe in transitioning either you transition into a loved one who was already here mm-hmm. or you're going to be reborn okay through someone one of your descendants okay um so that's where i find peace and i find peace in it because i have actually witnessed it i have actually witnessed loved ones you could you could just see like man that's how for real and i'm just gonna that's use right. my son i ain't gonna say such and such because you know a lot of christians they quick to say well you know it could happen. It could. It could. Everything is could, could, they could, Make up could. a story just because it sounds But good. now I'm going to use a personal experience, and that's through my own son. Okay. My youngest son um, 
when I found I was having, I didn't want any more children because I already had three kids, the first two 23 months apart, and then the, the, my two oldest boys are 18 months apart. Okay. So I didn't want any more children, but went, went ahead to being a good Christian. I'm playing when I say that. I was being a good person because it was meant for my son to be born. Right, right. But, you know, because really abortion had crossed my mind, right? But I was like, oh, no, you know, the, the Lord is not going to be pleased with that. So anyway, when he when I, when I was giving birth to him, the cord was wrapped around his throat. Mm. And they had to keep turning me because good they said gracious. he was going to die if that cord didn't come from around his throat. When I birthed him, he was literally dark purple from head to toe. He was gone. My father was murdered in 79. But when we look at my son and my aunt in Philly, who was very spiritual, she told me, you gave birth to your father. Mm. Even the way he came into this world, he literally fought to come into this world. And now, Sergio, he's the splitting image of my father from head to toe. Mm. My father was a, an excellent skater. In okay. Philly, that's what they did. Sergio, now he's picked up that. This is something he just picked up a few months ago. It's just certain things that my, I, I didn't know my father because I was only four months old when he passed away. Okay. But what my family has told me about my father, that's my father all over again. Even the way he loves me. I got different relationships with all my children. Right, all right, my right. children love me. But Sergio, even when I was with his father, was my protector. He mm. would whoop his father's ass when it came to his mother. Once he got to that, yeah, big enough, that yeah, big enough. and I kept telling him, "This boy, these boys gonna whoop your they ass." Don't boys but Sergio, being a baby, and he was the last one at home when we moved up here to Chesterfield. It was just me, okay. him, and his father. But he, the way that he protected me, mm. all boys protect their mothers, but he protects me in a different way than my other boys because Sergio said, "Child, he protects me mentally." Okay. Um, emotionally, you know, okay. he's the one he'll talk. He'll talk to me on the phone for an hour right now. Yes, if he's with one of his chicks, he be like, "Yo, this is my mom." So it's a different, a different bond and right. connection. So with that being said, I I truly believe in ancestors being born through their okay. descendants. So that's where I find peace with death now. Okay. Even with you know losing other loved ones, like a couple of my aunties that I lost, and I see a lot of my habits changing and they it was their habits mm. and also that's those are my aunts who were very spiritual okay so that's where i find peace with death now okay that's, that's... and if we do and I, I have a whole lot more studying to do i'm just literally at the beginning stages that's how i feel i'm very knowledgeable and my mom and my daughter and my best friends you know we always feed each other good knowledge to help us evolve but it's so much to spirituality how do you find that tribe how do you find because i know you have your best friend you mm -hmm. have um your other friend mm -hmm. um i'm just being <laughs> i know i know <laughs> how you doing if you see this um but how do you find that that tribe of people because it seems to be hard or to find people that get it mm -hmm. or willing to understand that journey and learn from you or take the journey and be friends with you along the journey. How do you, how do you do that? Okay. So, you know, with Christianity, because mm -hmm. see, Christianity took what our ancestors practiced that gave us strength and power and made it evil. Yeah. Or yeah. if they didn't make it evil, they made it as if they're the foundation right. of it. So it goes back to don't, do not be unequally yoked. You know that in church. Okay. Okay. Don't be okay. unequally yoked, right, all right, right, that right, right, bullshit. Right. <laughs> At the end of the day, you don't want to be around energy that does not connect with your energy. Yeah. It ain't got nothing to do with being unequally yoked or being a Christian or whatever. At the end of the day, I'm still cool with people who are Christians as long as they respect my beliefs and don't come trying to 
try to, you know, convert me and all of that. That's right. not going to happen. But however, I am, I am naturally drawn to people who share the same energy that I share. Just like those same people are attracted to me. My, my, my little sister friend, Kiana, she just came into my life four years ago. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't where she wasn't spiritual, but she wasn't a Christian either. She was in that, you know, uh, you know. I can deal with those people a lot more than I can deal with those hardcore mm-hmm. Christians. She and I first met four years ago. She was really un- uncertain about either. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Okay. It was she was taught about Christianity through her grandmother, but at the same token, she wasn't in church like we are. Okay, you get a how. It's how a difference. Yeah. the Baptist people act differently than the holiness people because the Baptist people was doing everything that we were taught we shouldn't be doing. Smoking, and you see the drinking. division, the Come on. it's kind of like racism within the the religious community. Yeah. You know, the holiness there at the top tier, yeah, you know what I'm saying? The, because the shit. You right, know. you the shit if you holiness because you know you ain't smoking, you ain't drinking, you ain't fornicating, you 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 get married before you that's what they say, but we done seen a whole lot of people in the whole There's a reason church. why so many of us cousins and shit, they was fucking back then. Exactly. But yeah. that's what they say. So, you know, we were top tier because we were holiness. That's if you Kojic, too. <laughs> you might well be the queen of England or something. I try to behave myself. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. I am. But no, you really, when you think about the Catholics and Christians and stuff, they do things differently. They a little bit more lenient. They got away with more stuff. Okay. So that's where she was at. She was with the Christianity. So, basically, she was attracted to my spirituality. In fact, I was just, I was a free spirit. I didn't judge people. Okay. And and being program manager where I'm at, I'm fair. You know, and when I say I'm fair, I we had a supervisor who was a Christian, and she was the meanest bitch we've ever met. Like and that. she was always doing it in the name of Jesus. Where with me, when I put something in place, it's coming either from me or the person over me, which is the CEO. Mm-hmm. So she saw that fairness in me and the fact that if I said something one time, I say it a thousand times. You can't do nothing but respect people like that. So then when she compared me being spiritual to those who she met in a Christian community, it was like, I want to learn more about that. You get what okay. I'm saying? Okay. So with that being said, Tanya and I, though, we got a lot of history. We've been best friends for 16 years and we was in a church together. Together, right, right, right. However, when she saw my, again, it's all about change, like, when, when we see people who were drug addicts, when you mm-hmm. say this example, mm-hmm. and then they get saved and they get cleaned up, what you going to do? Damn, I'm trying to kick this addiction yeah, too, yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah, coming yeah. to church yeah, with okay, you. Okay. And I'm going to get on the altar so I can kick this addiction and okay. look good like you. and get right, ju- right, right, You right. want what they have, right? right? So with the Christian, Christianity, me and my best friend both were Christians and deep in it. But then she saw how I started evolving with spirituality. And she was still going through depression fear finances fucked up mm. just life fucked up and she's still you know going to church and doing everything that she say she's supposed to do but i'm doing a total opposite and getting great results exactly so what she did carlette i need to learn more about this you mm. get what i'm saying mm. it goes it's, it goes but if people just open their eyes and think the only difference is religion is oppression you ain't free to do shit because you got to focus on jesus you got to focus on the word no matter what i Oh my gosh, I respect it when the older people in my family say this, but it, it bothers me. Don't tell my kids put God first. And all you do, put God first. Don't tell my kids that shit. Because Not that they that listen. But what does that mean? People, what do you mean when you say that? Put God first. Basically, don't think for yourself. 
but then you're following what? Because everybody has their own version. Even every church has their own version of what different scriptures mean or how do you do this? Or mm-hmm. I even remember one church, one pastor said that pretty much the only sexual position you're supposed to do is missionary. Yes! You can't do oral nothing. Yes! I'm like, how does Damn. a person have the right to stand in front of you and tell you how to have sex? Because you know what? It started, if people really think, it started with when they brought our ancestors over and oppressed them. Mm-hmm. What did they want them to have sex for? To, to breathe. To, 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 so that put, the slavery could fucking continue. Right. They would take so the then, strongest ones and yes. put them together. So, yeah. then, so they give you these rules. Ain't that something? It's rules to everything except to what you put in your body. Ain't that something? Because every church, church fungus I've been to got hand biscuits. And fried chicken. Hand biscuits and high blood pressure. Okay. Whereas now, I can go into me being a spiritual person. I don't eat any meat now. And I feel so much better. But yeah, so back to changing the way, I, what, the way we eat. You know, they teach you to fast and all of that. Mm-hmm. But they don't teach you. Again, I think I said this during the last podcast. I stopped eating meat because of how inhumane it is. And the fact that animals have feelings. Mm-hmm. Okay, and they got, and I, I'm not eating anything that got the same body parts I got, and it has the same reproductive system I have. Mm. So these animals is having sex with each other to reproduce. Mm. I don't want to eat that. Those are feelings. You, you know, you can't go somewhere and get a, a fish leg or a fish breast. You know what I'm saying? So why do I want to eat the parts? <laughs> that's how you mean. Eat the, the, the that's, that's real. Their body. You get that's what I'm real. saying? <laughs> it just sounded funny. But really, that's real. but really, when you think about it, you go get. I want. Filleted salmon. Either the only way you get seafood is filleted or bone in. You get what I'm saying? But why would I want to eat a chicken leg or a a, a pork belly? Those are our body parts. Yeah, they feel right. the same thing we feel. You might make me back vegan just after this. That and is- then when when you look at how they treat these animals, or even with chickens, they don't even fully develop before y'all killing them just so y'all can hurry up and get the supply and demand together and then do we think about okay if they're under distress what's released in their body when they die what chemicals and things how do we feel when we get nervous and scared we start sweating adrenaline and stuff you're releasing things toxins you're eating that and then we wonder why we mad why you sad Cause you're eating all of those feelings. All those feelings. So once I stop eating meat, and I have not been, I have, I haven't eaten any meat since June. I feel great. Everything is everything. Energy in every way. Energy is there. <laughs> yeah, when I was vegan, hey, <laughs> my fiance was like, "Man, turning forty three did this to you." I was like, "No, I don't eat meat no more." So I don't feel sluggish. You don't eat dead things. Yes, you eat life. Yes, exactly. I eat things that give me life. Yeah. Even down to my skin. I used to have really bad skin. It was because of what I was putting in my body. But Christianity didn't teach me that. Like you say, you can go to a funeral. The person that, that died could have had high cholesterol, high blood pressure, diabetes, sickle cell. Then y'all would go serve all the high, high blood pressure food yes. after the funeral. Yes. And then there are, and, and granted, there and are then bless some. It. Then say, y'all, somebody bless the food. Ex- exactly. Bless these diabetes. And, and pray that the Lord take anything out of it that is no that piece of ham that piece of ham is still in there. When they say that shit though, Lord, please take anything out of this that is not. So I would hope He didn't let the people put it in there. I mean, even when I go on dates, girl, be like, say the blessing. I'd be like, nah. Look, when well, I because once I hear her say it, I'd be like, we ain't got but one or two more of these dates. Yeah. Say the blessing. Like when people, I'm be when I, I respect people when they pray and say grace and stuff. I respect them by 
staying there wherever it's going on at, but I don't bow my head. I'm not closing my yeah. eyes. None of that because yeah. I know who I am as a spiritual being that I'm protected. I'm covered. Yeah, it doesn't bother me. Do If that's your ritual, I stand in. Wait till y'all finish and let's eat. You know, even when I, that night that uh, last weekend when I was saying it was a near-death experience to me, I really thought the ambulance was going to have to come get me, bro. Yeah, I was crazy. scared as hell. What happened? What, did you ever find out what it was? Or? It was, I had been manifesting and med- meditating on wanting to get to the, the highest of myself. And think about it when you give birth. Well, well, you don't that, give that birth, saying, okay. but when we give birth okay. is when the, our body goes through all of these changes. Okay. Your, your, your blood pressure rises, you feel nauseated, you go through pain. I was so experiencing birth. To, and I literally heard my spirit guides tell me, walk into your purpose. Okay. Accept who you are. I've had people tell me I'm a witch. Well, if I'm a witch, I'm a good one because I ain't out here trying to put no curses on anybody. I'm just manifesting greatness for me and my family and anyone who I come in contact with, even down to you. You get what I'm saying? Anybody I'm in contact to, I manifest greatness into their lives because actually you and I relate on so many levels, but the only thing that I can't relate to with you that that bothers me Mm -hmm. is that you don't have the support that I have. And I'm being so serious, bro. When I think me. about it, it bothers me. even my family who still are Christians, they still show me respect. And they don't treat me any differently because my belief system has changed. I only have a few that do. Of course, my brother and sister, we oh, will always be Oh, good. definitely. But I have some that I've had to cut off because to them, I'm, I'm lost. It's like... So, no, I'm not angry overall, but I'm angry that I still got to deal with that. Like, mm-hmm. y'all can't see past that. All the other things I do, it ain't going to make this about me. But not having that support system, is it, it is hard. Mm-hmm. It is hard to not have a best friend. And I have some close guy friends that they kind of straddle the fence with. Mm-hmm. They kind of believe in a higher power or believe in God. But still, I don't have anybody to relate to at my level. And that can be tough. Mm, most definitely. That can be really tough. Most definitely. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why, you know, when I meditate and I go through manifestations, whoever crossed my mind, it's like whatever it is that they want in their mm. life, I want it to be supplied to them through their own work. So, mm. what your work is continue to be you. Just continue to be you because the changes in your life, it's going to attract others who once thought that you were crazy. They're going to be attracted to that. I struggle with that. And I'm going to tell you, but I'm I'm myself, but. And I'm sure once I get away from certain areas and certain people, it won't be as bad. Mm -hmm. Which I paid my last month's rent for the office I was renting yesterday because I'm cutting all financial ties with that Mm -hmm. place. But uh, what was we just saying? (laughs) As far as you evolving and, and people being drawn to you. Because they're yeah. going to see the positive changes in your life? Once I'm able to get away f- from, as I'm working on now, the people that only see that image of who they thought I was. Mm-hmm. Because I'm, I'm having to combat that a lot of times. Who y'all think I am. Mm-hmm. Some people stick, hey, bro, crawling. I'm going to tell y'all, nigga, I just got finished listening to the worst rap song <laughs> in the world. Like, what are you talking Why are you calling me that? Right. Respect Or they think me. they still have to 
have to call me that because they're not sure where I'm at, so they think they still have to refer to me a certain way. It's like, you don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, as far as being myself, I do it, okay, on one hand, I know what I'm up against, but then I'm always getting positive messages about, from people that I don't expect it from. Sometimes even from pastors. Mm-hmm. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep mm. doing what you're doing. I'm like, and I appreciate it, but it's like, say it up front. Mm-hmm. Say it up front where everybody else can see you say it. Don't just see it behind the scenes. Right, you know? exactly. Because that's the support, fear. but it's not really public support. Exactly. Just like y'all want public yes. support and people to come back you up and speak up when you speak. Yes. A brother need that sometime. If you, look, thank you if you hit me up and say, Look, the stuff you be saying, I be listening. I don't say nothing. Well, no, sometimes say something. That support matters. Keep, but I'm going to let you keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, look, with the, the most serious changes in my life, and this occurred before last weekend when I literally legit thought I was going to die, bro. Mm-hmm. Catrice, she was like, babe, I didn't know what was going on with you. I came in the bathroom. And she was, I was in there just throwing up. Oh and gosh. I wasn't drunk or nothing. I'm serious. But I was just vomiting. But my spirit got said me no. All of that, you had to release it because I'm really getting ready to go to a higher level spiritually. And see, you know what you know, you realize with spirituality, there are no titles. You know, in a Christian world, you know, either you just a servant, oppression. Ain't that something? Those of us who are just sitting out in the congregation, we the servants. You know, but then you got the different levels. You got your deacons and your mission. Even though y'all say y'all are still servants, but what you need a title for? It don't make sense. Oh, if we all service, we all service. Why certain people got titles and the ones with the titles be doing the most bullshit because I think y'all really do know it's, it's, it's nothing to this because as the servants, we really working hard because we want to get that title. Ain't that something? And then you got the people who got the title who just doing everything. But with spirituality, there are no titles. So when I say I'm evolving to a higher level, that means I'm evolving to a higher level so that my children and my grandchildren and all the generations come after them won't have to go through what we went through. Okay. And I see you have the sage and the, and the bold and things there. What are some of the things that you have done and that you do to keep yourself grounded in that, in your spirituality? I heard you mention meditation. Yeah, I need to calm what my you, nerves too. Yeah, what do you real. go through with that? Do you think? <laughs> do you think? I'm serious. Sometimes when I'm in the house, real rap, because I got my singing bowl here. Okay. Um... And this is Palo Santo. This okay. gets rid of any bad energy. Let me see it on the camera. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's my Palo Santo, my sage. My sage, I do this almost every morning before, okay. I, before I leave out. I just burn my... And, as you and know, listen, y'all, it works, but you got to do the work, too. Yes. Like, I haven't burnt no sage, you know, but I'm saying, I might need to, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But you still got to do the work, because some of y'all... Yes. I, I, a couple of y'all I dated the burnt sage, y'all was crazy as hell. Because y'all weren't doing the end of work. So your house would just smell like sage. Y'all just burning. Now let me just tell you. Just up sage. We might have been smoking some weed or something. At least now, we got some type of difference. Let me tell you. When I burn my sage, because right now I'm just manifesting okay. growth for you, for me. Thank you. Thank you. I receive mm-hmm. all of that. Me and my brother here, we've we been tight shit almost 30 years. But, you know, daily, I got a lot of sage for my birthday, right? Okay. And somebody said, Carlette, they going to think that you're trying to be a witch and cast a spell. I said, see, this was a Christian. There's no difference of y'all taking the non hole Exactly. On this was a Christian. On my head. Do, do your research, okay? Because this is all about positive energy. 
you know, you got people coming all in and out of your house. I don't have that. But you got a lot of y'all Christians, people coming in and out of your houses and stuff. It might be good to burn a little sage to take that bad energy out. You might start removing some stuff in yourself that you don't even realize. Because I know that's what happened with me. But every morning, I literally, I sit there and I around my head, my neck, all down my body. See, I don't need a pastor to come and lay hands on me. That's another thing I don't get. If, if the Christians say the church is within you, why do they say that you should feel basically disappointed yourself? Y'all know the words y'all use. I don't forgot them. But, you know, you, you should feel bad if you didn't make it to church. If it's in me. Sometimes I forget it's Sunday now. You feel me? Oh, I know, and I'm glad it's Sunday because I know I'm going to be off if I yes. choose to be. Like, oh, I know I'm going to be a... Like tomorrow, I, I might take the day off, I might not, but I'm not going to church. Exactly. <laughs> I'm I know be that here. won't be what I'm doing. What I, my own rituals, because the oppressor took it from us and made it evil because they knew that if they made it evil and we were brainwashed, that we wouldn't practice it and then we wouldn't have our power anymore. Even down to, you know, people that study the tarot and, and astrology and things of that nature I, I still hear the arguments and see stuff on social media about you know you pretty much convince yourself if a person in church prophesies then that's right but if a person doesn't claim christianity but has the same ability they're mm -hmm. evil if the person in the it's probably that the person in the church doesn't actually realize what their gift is, not mm -hmm. the other way around. Mm -hmm. Because if they did, they could do more with that gift. Mm -hmm. They could actually probably pull themselves out of their situation. Check this out. This, the pimping it. This the book my mom gave me. Right, okay. I'm gonna read this real quick because I, when I called my mom last night and said to her, "We are taught." To devalue ourselves Come on. because then you don't have any power and you're relying on something that's not even there but you're giving it credit for your hard work anything you got you put the work in even if it's something negative it's because you didn't put the work yeah. in yeah. so we hold the power but here it says by spending time connecting and worshiping our eternal self which they tell you we should there should only be one god what else to say? Um, no. Idols, you know, don't worship any yeah, idols. No false God. But my my ritual book here says, by spending time connecting and worshiping our internal self, we are creating an open communication channel to our soul. That is why they made burning of sage, meditation, um, believing in the power of crystals. They made those things evil, and, and and it hurts me to see my black people look at burning sage as something evil. Believing in the power and studying of crystals is something evil. If you do your research, the oppressor took all of that from us so that we could not do what it says here. Channel into our souls. The source of our creation and shifting our state of consciousness closer to enlightenment. But y'all will read a Bible that teach you how to be a slave and how to be oppressed and how to only rely on something you cannot see, feel, or hear. Because it does not want you to be enlightened. So me burning, when every week I run a nice salt bath okay. because you okay. know the salt gets the impurities out. When I let that word out that tub, any impurities are going down that drain. Is it a specific type of salt? Because somebody's going to be, some going to watch and not want to listen, but some are going to listen even in the background and say, let me take notes. So is it a particular type Just of salt? Just regular Epsom salt. Okay, Epsom Because salt. Every, we have so many things in our our homes and our cabinets they're the natural healers but you will go put all types of medication in your body all the spices and stuff can be used exactly turmeric yeah. um like i said the salt and the cinnamon i put ginger, over ginger yes 
Um, I, you know, the salt and cinnamon I put over my door frames to keep all after I sage because I don't know who my kids brought up in here real rap. Uh -huh, uh -huh, and uh -huh. before they left home, but I know two people that done been up in here. I don't like them. <laughs> keep, there ain't nothing wrong with me saying I don't like them. But I needed that energy out of here. So I sage, open my doors, open my windows, all that negative energy to go. And then I put the salt and cinnamon over my door frames to keep any negative energy from coming back in. Okay. Um, and then every week I run a salt bath and I put some little lavender in there for the for the fragrance. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, peppermint oil, okay. all of that to open up your senses. Yeah. I turn my lights off. Burn my white candles. You need to burn because that's just purity. Okay. Um, burn my white candles. Have my singing bowl. And I create energy by using my singing bowl. I have that here. It's not going to work right now because you literally, it's a tone you have right, to right, set. Right, right. You know, in church, you know, they just go up and lay hands and shit on you. You cannot do that. You have to literally find set. the right frequency. You have to find the right frequency, mm -hmm. set the tone. So like I said, I burn my candles, my bath. I play actual tribal music through my speaker okay. because it, you remember it's like with a church what they do they play the music the music it's all connected to africa exactly yeah. that's why i gravitated toward the drums because of african drumming yes you know if you took the time and watched some of those videos what we do even in the clubs and stuff a lot of that comes yes from africa straight we call from, it twerking and stuff but they do yes it. straight okay. from our ancestors so no one can make me feel wrong or make me feel wicked because I'm practicing what my ancestors practiced. So, yeah, I set the tone. I play my tribal music. I smoke a little herbs. Yeah, because yeah. that elevates my mind. Yeah. So that literally I can be enlightened. I believe that's another reason that they made marijuana legal for so long. Because if you do your research, they said that the black jazz musicians in Louisiana was seducing the white women with marijuana. The enlightenment of the mind. Think yeah. about what marijuana do when you smoke it. It's a beautiful, it. thing. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. And I've experienced during meditation going to a whole nother place, literally. I manifested that I want to go back as far as my ancestry goes. Because, you know, we're taught in school for so long, slavery. They don't tell us anything about our ancestors prior slavery. Nothing. They don't tell us anything. So it's like, I want to go as far back as my bloodline goes. Mm. And I literally woke up, not consciously woken because my eyes were closed, mm. but I went as far back as my ancestors go. And Kiana made a joke of it, but she, before I even told her, she was telling, she knew it. She said, you was in the rainforest, won't you? I said, yo, for real, I was. Wow. And I literally could see myself from outside of myself mm. to know that this is, I come from royalty. Mm. I know I have powers and it ain't got nothing to do with Christianity. And you know, I manifested that I wanted, whatever ancestors are living through me, because I know there are several ancestors living through me. When I study my ancestors and I see their habits and their likes and their dislikes and their strengths so and their weaknesses. What resources do you tap into to study what uh what ancestors what what are you reading what are you watching what now that you... comes from talking to the older people in my family okay the oldest living person and my more side is my grandmother she's the oldest mm, living person okay so okay. i asked her about her mother her mother's mother wow. you get what i'm saying i want her to be that age her, that was way back yeah my grandmother was born in 1935 and she still got a got a keen mind so, yeah. you know what i'm saying Ooh, so for her to be able to tell me about her mother 
and then her grandmother, my grandfather. Then with my family in Philly, my oldest aunt that I have a connection with is 71 years old. She gives me history as far back as she can remember or what remember. It's the knowledge is passed on. So my grandmother shares with me what her mother shared with her. And her mother shared with her what her grandmother, you get what I'm saying? Wow. So that's how I learned about who I come from. And that's crazy because that actually taps that's into the 1800s. Yes. Just from your grandmother. Yes. Good. So that's how I learned, you know, even one day I was sitting at my grandmom's house eating and my uncle, my, my mother's brother said to me, man, you chew just like your father. Mm. So certain things like that lets me know my ancestors are living through me. Um, With my father, for real, some people may think it's crazy, but I feel like this. Y'all talk to Jesus and say y'all hear him. Well, I talk to my father almost every day. And my father died in 1979. And as a Christian, I had such blockage. Mm. My mom and I talked about this too. As a Christian, you're taught to totally focus on Jesus. There is none higher than him that you blocked. You blocked your consciousness and you blocked the... The, your spirit guides, who are your ancestors, to be able to tap into you. Right. So it was a lot of things about my childhood and about family that I couldn't even remember. We're talking about how as Christians mm-hmm. that you have a blockage because it was things about my past that I couldn't remember. Mm. It's things that now I'm starting to remember about my father that I didn't even think about my father as a Christian. For real, bro, all I thought about fake that my father died when I was four months old and I don't know anything about him. Mm. But now that I've evolved spiritually, I literally have a connection with my deceased father to the point that when I was mirroring, mirroring to channel his energy, I was standing in the mirror in my bathroom and bro, the energy of my father hit me so hard that it literally knocked me into the wall. Well, go deep into that, the mirroring. You you mentioned just now, you were standing in the bathroom mirror. Mirroring, say. yeah. What is <laughs> Channeling that? the, an- yeah, the energy of the ancestor that, that I wanted to channel with. Um, one, again, it doesn't just happen. Because okay. remember, I've been, I've been evolving. I'm not gonna say transitioning, because I transitioned when years I was, ago. yeah. Right, 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 but right. I've, I've been evolving now for about five years. Okay. So it's not something that someone could just be like, oh man, Carlessa, you know, you can channel your ancestors through mirroring. But, you, you, but you're standing there looking in the mirror. Yes. So, okay. And, and doing what? But I've already saged and manifested what I want. I want a connection with my father. Even when I said, I want a connection with whatever ancestors are living through me. Like I have... A lot of times when I'm driving, and look, Carlia, at first she was like, Mom, you be tripping. But now that she's evolving, she was like, Mom, you don't be tripping. I get where you're coming from. I said, one of the ancestors who's living through me died in a car accident. Mm. Because a lot of times when I'm driving, I have flashbacks of this, t- and it's the same accident. Mm. I, I've only been in one car accident in my life, and I was rear-ended, and I'm fine. Okay. But this accident was a head-on collision. And it was on a rainy day, and it was older cars, like back in maybe the 20s or 30s. I'm so serious. So, but I manifested that. I said, I, any any ancestor that's living through me, I want to feel their energy. I want I want their thoughts to be my thoughts. But did you know that prior to, or you, you had the premonition or whatever, and then... No, I still don't. I asked my grandmother about it. She, she said, Carlette, I can't think of anyone mm, in this family okay. that's been there. But it's... I can clearly but see it's there. it. It's there. Okay. And it's a reminder that I don't know how I'm going to leave this earth, but I know it ain't going to be in no car accident. Because No, really, because uh, okay. that's what they've let me know. It's not however I leave. Okay. I truly believe I'm going to leave this earth in my sleep. 
With that being said, I, I manifestation is prayer. The only difference is what prayer is for Christians. That's what mm -hmm. I'm going to say. The only difference is you're, you're speaking it into existence. You know, what what prayer is a lot of asking and waiting. But prayer limits who you, what you can reach out to. Yes. You can only talk to Jesus and God and the Holy Ghost and them. Manifestation, it can go wherever you need it to go. Yes, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. I literally speak it, and I don't have to wait a long time right. either. Okay. With things, even with things in my children's lives, recently we were getting jobs, and even things in Katrina's life that has happened recently, and we where some people will go to Jesus and pray about it. I burn my sage and I sit in my salt bath and I and I meditate and I manifest. This is what's going to happen. This is what's needed, and it happens literally within a day, a mm. week. But it, it's right because we have that type of power. We have the type of power that they tell you you have in church without actually teaching you how to use the power. You're yes. Taught, you're told how to externalize. You're told you have it. But everything you're taught to do teaches you to, to depend on something else but you. Yes. Everything but yourself. Yes. So the power you're manifesting is actually what you were told you were supposed to be able to do. Yes. When you was a Christian. Um, and look, check this out. You, saying that just now, mm -hmm. think about it. I'm still the same Carlette I was in a church. Yeah. I'm just, yeah. I just have a different belief. Yeah. And what I'm saying is, I was, all, I was vocal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I've never really had fear of being who you I was. You always walked around like, don't fuck with me. Right. Yeah. You so always that, walked even around as a like Christian. That. So yeah. my personality hasn't changed. Just my beliefs have changed and my beliefs have changed in a positive way. Now I could see people have an issue if I said, you know, um, I became a, let's just say a Satanist or some shit like that. Mm -hmm. Now see, that's weird shit to me. Yeah, and I don't judge people, but <laughs> I'm all about positive energy. Mm -hmm. So I feel like when people aren't Christians, but they're not putting out any good energy into the universe. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do got a problem with yeah, that. It's yeah. not judging you, yeah. but at the end of the day, we already got enough hell going on around us per se so we'll need you putting out no negative energy some people may look at what i'm saying as being negative because i'm going against their 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 sky daddy but at the end of the day again when has he ever talked to you because really that's just your you really some things are just destined destined and the reason i say that because i feel like things that are destined create character so some mm. things we're not going to be, you know, I can't, I don't have power over all things. I got power over most things in my life, right, right, right. but not all things in my life. So those things that I didn't manifest into existence, if it happened, I look at it as whether it's good or bad, it was to build character within me. Mm. And so that I can help someone else. If we ain't never been through nothing, how can we help someone? Right, right, right. How do you know your strength? Right. You know, Check this out. You know, if I had never been a Christian, how could I teach my children and my grandchildren the negative aspect of it? You get what I'm saying? Where I can tell them, look, the reason I'm teaching you to, to know who you are and to study your ancestry, the, because I know the damage of Christianity. Right. But if I had never been through that, how could I teach them anything different? And they got to see it for themselves, too. Yes. You know, they got to see you start in one direction and change and actually really see in real time the difference. Yes. So think when I leave this earth, my children and I'm really I'm really believing I'm going to be an old lady. My grandma, I'm 85 and in excellent health, yeah. you yeah. know, and she still eat all the stuff I don't eat. So <laughs> I'm like, I truly believe I'm, I believe I'm going to live. I hope I live to be well. It's a hundred. Right. However, once I leave this earth, 
my grandchildren will be telling stories about their grandmother, but they're also going to be telling the stories that their parents told them about how their grandmother was a Christian and everything she went through. And then she evolved and this is who she became. So I want when my my, my descendants talk about me a hundred years from now. Mm-hmm. I want them to talk about the strong woman I was, not the weak woman I was. And now I'm not, I just feel like if I would have stayed in, in Christianity, which would have kept me in that marriage, because I can honestly say if I would have remained a Christian, I would have stayed in that marriage. And then the generations of, of my, my children, my grandchildren, possibly my great-grandchildren, my grandma Hazel got great-great-grandchildren. That's so, so to think about, yes, yes. I mean, it is a blessing a because blessings, see it's people, even with blessings, they limited to, to Jesus. Right. No, it's not limited to religion. I'm a blessing. Right. My brother's a blessing. I'm a blessing. Y'all better relax. You know what I'm saying? When I see homeless people, because Jesus sure ain't, ain't, ain't playing a money tree for them. So when I'm in downtown Richmond and I slide a homeless person to 20, I'm the blessing. I'm the blessing. And when they say, God bless you, you know what I tell them? I work for that because I want them to understand. A lot of homeless people out here right now, and I know because I deal with them every day, relying on God, and I try to teach them, look, you need to know your strength. You are bigger than this. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. No, I'm not going to pray with you, but I'm empower you. I can do that, and I can empower you through my own life experiences. Right. But anyway, what I was saying is, we, you... Mm-hmm. You have children. Mm-hmm. You got a grandchild, and you're, they're going to continue to evolve. Your name is going to ring bells 100 years from now for your descendants to say that you were strong and you stood up and you answered your calling. And your call. I just hope they understand it because I know in the position I'm in, like I'm not in the household with my kids. Mm-hmm. So they've had to watch my transition from a distance. Mm-hmm. So even to them, I've probably looked crazy at times because mm-hmm. I haven't been able to explain why daddy doesn't do this no more. Mm-hmm. So my thing, time is going to have to tell my story. Once they see the full story, then they'll be able to look back and see, oh, that's who my daddy was. Because right now, I know they don't. They might not get it. They're going to understand it before you know it. And you know why they're going to understand it before you know it? Why is that? Because they're millennials. So remember, okay, okay. remember, okay. we were brought up mm-hmm. in a church, and that's why we were Christians, and we were devout fucking Christians. But once that third eye opened and we answered the calling of our ancestors, mm-hmm. we evolved. Right. Listen to what you just said. They live with their mothers right. who are Christians. Right. Not knocking them because I'm cool right. with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying they are great people. Great but still, that is how they're being raised. It's like how we at one point raised our children yeah. that way. Yeah, I yeah, at one yeah. point. I was a part of that. So as they evolve and they go out in the world and they're able to make their own decisions because they're not going to always be children at home. The way that the number of Christians is going down, they're going to be curious. You know why? Because my daddy, my daddy started that walk, and I thought he was crazy. But they're going to meet like-minded people and their generation. That's, that's going, you get what I'm saying? And then they were like, yo, my dad was on or something. And I know it's going, it's going to come in time, but just having to walk that path, it's not always easy because I know they don't fully understand yet. Mm-hmm. And, and what I want to let people know as you said, at 19, Christianity stepped in. Mm-hmm. And I'll even say this. It's okay if Christianity is a part of your journey. But when you get to the point where you run out of answers and you started being confused, it's because it's time to graduate. Mm-hmm. People ask me, why you don't go to church no more, Ed? I graduated. Mm-hmm. I got to the point where th- that didn't serve a purpose anymore. I got what I needed from that. 
like you say, with you, it, it interrupted a time in your life where you might have been your most destructive. Yes. I can so in a way, that. it saved your life in yes. some regards. Yes. It caused some trauma that. on one end, but it kept you from going off the deep end. Okay, cool. But you knew at some point you couldn't stay there. Right. Exactly. And so many people stay there and keep repeating that cycle. And they and they trick themselves to believe that they're happy. And the reason I say they trick themselves to believe they're happy, because I know what I went through in a marriage that I was faithful. I was committed. Not only because that's just the type of woman I am, but also I didn't want the sky daddy to put me in hell. So I made sure I dotted my I's and crossed my T's. But... And hold that thought. And I'm going I'm to go on the other end of that. I was kind of mostly faithful, but... We both did some things along the way. And that even made me wonder, if I'm so saved, why I can't stop why I can't stop wanting these women like this? Mm-hmm. And I would feel bad, but then it's like, but it's natural. It's not like I'm making myself do this. Right. Like I'm actually you know. So you were faithful and I'm struggling with I didn't cheat my old marriage, so let me If I did, it's over with now, so it don't even matter. So I'm not even going there. Right. Um why am I so drawn to this? I pray, I fast, I do the Daniel fast, I lose weight, I lay on the altar, I pray for people, Woo. I get prayer, I do everything. And you can preach your ass off too. Thank you, but I don't, I'd be ashamed of that sometimes. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's like. I said, I hope they done threw away them DVDs when I was in that pulpit, because I, I never forget, I spoke on homosexuality. And how. I ain't lying, bro. I was, I, sp- I preached on. And that's crazy. I preached because, you know what? But I can admit, see, see. What I respect about myself is that I can admit right now I was talking to myself. I was fighting my own, mm. my own self. Literally in the pulpit, I'm preaching about how you shouldn't be gay because mm. uh, what is it, Leviticus or somewhere? So you're trying to convince yourself. I was trying to convince myself. Mm. Good gracious. So I can admit that. So if anybody ever throw up that DVD where I was in the pulpit preaching against tattoos and I, I don't lost count of how many I got now, <laughs> be, but again. I was one of the people that when I'm in it, I'm in it. So it's like if, if I'm if I'm gonna push Jesus, I'm gonna push him like dope. All the way, like dope. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I'm gonna live by his word. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was beating my own ass in the pulpit. That's tough. Good gracious. You know how hard that is mentally. Yes. And I know it's I know it's so many other people going through what I went through, but you are tricked to believe the weight on God. Wait, we we literally wait on something that's not there if, if if somebody can give me a real life situation where you know that jesus was there because right now jesus ain't no different than jay-z to me right now and the reason i say that is because jay-z you see how he's evolved spiritually yeah. him and beyonce yeah. Yeah. when i look at what they're doing over in africa i know some people feel like well they're not doing it here in america no they went back to their roots they went back to the roots they went back to their roots even how they dressing him with the hair people talking crazy like y'all understand this man is tapped into he, he's thankfully financially he's able to put himself in a position where he can freely do that yes Exactly. You can freely do it. So I do look at him. I look at you as a God. Mm-hmm. You know, some people, I, I look at anybody who is putting out good energy and enlightening others, you're a God because that's what gods do. We uplift each other. We enlighten each other. We believe in putting out good energy. I even got a rule, 15 minutes, that's the most I'm going to dwell on anything negative. And, mm-hmm. I, and I stand that's by good. that. That's good. That's good. 15 okay. minutes and I'm walking away from it and I'm not going to be mad because... Mm. That limits my energy. That limits what I feed myself. That limits what I feed others. But you got some Christians, they be mad as hell for forever. Holding grudges. Holding grudges. We're talking about, but it'd be the first ones to preach forgiveness. 
Exactly. You can really if 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 people and again there are some good Christians out there. There are. I'm not saying Let me let me let me there are some good people that happen to be Christian. There you go. There you go. Because if you took away their Christianity, I believe they would still be good people. Most definitely. Like us. Like we us, still right. the We're same people. people. We were good people that happened to be Christian. Yes. You know, go ahead. Go ahead. Yes, it's like when I when I was when I was a Christian, if I had you, I had you. If I said something, I say it a thousand times. None of that has changed. If I love you, I love you. None of that has changed. If anything, I think I love with a greater magnitude of love right. now. Yeah, do. Because I don't judge anybody. I don't care what you doing. If 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 I know a chick that didn't have sex with two hundred men, you know what I want to know? What happened in your life that make you want to do that? Unfortunately, I won't even get into that. Yeah, but really, it's trauma. We, trauma. Yes, trauma. But yeah, we we can just go on and on. So we gonna do another podcast when you ready? Okay. Yeah. I'm look. serious because we can just go on and on. But I I think I know what your purpose is for the podcast. But what I can say, mine is the reason that I always want to do the podcast with my brother mm-hmm. is because I want to see my people. At one point, it was all about I want to see black women, mm, okay. you know, evolve into greatness and know who they are and know their power. But now I want black people as a whole. Stop being oppressed. Do you understand when you when you believe that you don't have any control over your life and that you got to wait on God for everything and you got to turn the other cheek and you got to struggle, you know who I give my 10% to? Me. I pay myself 10% every two weeks. My own account. Okay? So for somebody to be able to brainwash you and make you feel like you're giving it to the kid. Why are so many churches? We got churches in hotels. We got churches in, in, in stores. We got churches in homes. I mean... Why? Any building that shut down, y'all think it's supposed to be turned into a church when it could be turned into something else that the community needs. Where? Why a church that only takes from poor people anyway? And why they got to be so so flamboyant with it and, you know, looking like castles? Really, when I look at, that's what you give your 10% to or more? Even as I travel across, I've traveled across the, across the country as a truck driver, I would be in some of the poorest communities and see some of the nicest churches. Yes! And that bothered yes. me. Like, why is this beautiful-ass building in the middle of the fucking hood? Yes! Praying on the poor instead of teaching them how to manage their finances properly. Dude, that's what I teach my kids. I never forget one time when Carly got her first job, somebody at our church said, um, I know your mama uh, taught you to give you 10%. Yeah, I did. To herself. <laughs> give your 10% to yourself so that you ain't got to go ask nobody. You can, you can borrow from yourself. That's borrow what I teach my children. Borrow from yourself and pay yourself back. Because you get a church all your money and then you 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 make sure you pay your tithes off the top and now you can't pay your light bill, but they don't want to give you no money on your light bill. They make you $50. But if you pay yourself, you ain't got to worry about that. Know your worth. Know the power that you have. Because literally, I have no problem with telling people, even when you look at the generational poverty, how the, the mama was on welfare and food stamps mm-hmm. and i don't knock nobody and you get ready to see it i'm not knocking nobody but generations of pow- poverty but they all in the church the grandmother then the mother then the grandchildren then the great-grandchildren and just four generations of fucking poverty but you waiting on god where with spirituality we're teaching people their own power we don't need a building. You don't need to go to church. You need to know who you are. You are the best. Exactly. You need to, we need to be teaching people instead of giving your 10% how to, how to manage what you do have so that you can build your own wealth 
and not the churches. Because most of the time, the pastor got his bins and whatever else he got, and you catching an Uber or wherever you at with a the cab. Church, or, the church van. The church van. But they want to make sure you give your tithes and offerings and whatever else any building fund. One place they bought they bought a property in Emporia. I go down there sometimes now. I said that goddamn sign been out there for fifteen fucking Yo, years. You still ain't put ain't broke ground, ain't put a shovel in the ground or nothing. But the pride won't let them won't let them take it down and realize. Look, we, it's not gonna happen. So yeah, when I come so willingly, because y'all gonna see me again soon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We it's because I want to see my people evolve into greatness without being oppressed. Stop being afraid. Exactly. Stop being so quick to to out to hear this and then automatically want to cast it aside. No, take the time to listen. If it makes sense, hold on to it, and I know it makes sense. We speaking logically. We're not up here trying to quote a, a scripture or sell hope. Or sell who? <laughs> Keep it going. We're about to shut it down. That's it. I'll definitely be back. Yeah, This yeah, is my yeah, brother yeah. from another forever. His brother is my brother. His sister is, his, is my Absol- sister. Absolutely. And his other brother is my blood cousin. Blood cousin. So with that being so said, anyway. I'm here to support him. Whoever think you crazy, you know I don't think. They probably think I'm crazy too. Look, I, and I'm just give you flowers. I appreciate you. Like, Sometimes when I think about the support I don't have, I do think about I got Carla. Forever. One of the few people I was like, I, I know, I know she rock with me. Hell yeah. Certain people I might have to question, but it's too many years in now, and we've seen each other on both sides. So yes. I don't ever have to doubt that. You got that right. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. Yes. You know, we're going to come back real soon. It might be in a week or two. Might It's going to be soon. We're going to keep this going because this is a conversation that should continue. Yes. This is not one of those one-off things where we put it out there and leave it alone. No, we're going to come back. And as we grow, we want to pass that on. Because next time, it might be some more lessons that have been learned. Yes, and it will be. On. Yeah. Because we're going to continue to the evolve. Journey. Yeah, yeah. So, look, y'all hit that subscribe button. Thank you for tuning in. And uh, come back next time. All right? Peace. That was beautiful.